Hello guys, welcome to the uh, Six to Go podcast. I'm here. Uh, I'm the host, Mr. Tate Hinchingdale, and I'm here with my cousin, Kieran. Co-host. Hey, how are you guys? Yeah, uh, sorry, you can't really hear us because it's uh, a bit rainy. So uh, anyway, we'll have to make do with that. Uh, the power goes out. Who cares? Okay, anyway, so... Yeah, mainly in this podcast, we'll, we'll just talk about the NRL and stuff, so... Yeah, so... So what are we going to talk about today? Basically, we are going through the team list and what we think the game is going to go like. And yeah, we're going to see who's going to win the game. And also, I think we're going to be doing team reviews for teams. Yeah. So we're going to be going from the bottom of the ladder to the top of the ladder. We're going to be reviewing all the teams. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. they went... Basically, how we think they will go next season. Yeah, alright. So let's get on with the podcast. Right, so we're going to be doing the uh, the grand final preview. We're going to start off with the team list. Uh, so Kieran's going to go with the Panthers and I'm going to go with the Rabbitohs for the team list. So there you go. Man, take it away. I can't see the team list at the moment. Alright, at fullback we've got Dylan Edwards. On the wings we've got Stephen Crichton and Brian To'o. In the centres we've got Momoroski, Matt Burton. In the halves we've got Luai Cleary. In the props we've got Leota and Fisher Harris. At the hook, at the dummy half we've got Coruscant. In the second row we've got Kikau and Kate Well. At lock we've got Yo and in the interchange, we've got Tyrone May, Scott Sorensen, Spence Lee New, and Liam Martin. So now I'm going to do South. So at fullback, we've got Blake Taff. On the wings, we've got Jackson Paulo and Alex Johnson. Centers, we've got Jane Gagai and Campbell Graham. In the halves, we've got Cody Walker and Adam Reynolds. And at, pro- at the two props, Mark Nichols and Tavita Totola. At dummy half, Damian Cook. Two second rowers, Kaloa Matangi, Jaden Sewer. At 13, Cameron Munster. Cameron D- Munster? I mean, Cameron Murray, <laughs> whatever. In the interchange, we've got Benji Marshall, Jacob Host, Tom Burgess, Jai Arrow. And then, then we've got 18th man... Tony Milling, whatever you, you say his name, but I don't give a shit. Okay, whatever. So, so bold predictions. We'll do. Who do we think is gonna win and the score? So I think. Try scorer. Or anytime try scorer, whatever. So I'm gonna say, I think Penrith will win. I reckon 28-22. First try scorer Brian Toto. Anytime try scorer. Stephen Crichton or Nathan Cleary? What do you think? Well, I'm going Panthers 1 to 12, so I, I reckon they'll win 22 12 or whatever, in between the 10 the 12 market. There's but, thunder if you can't hear. Uh, first try scorer or Stephen Crichton. I reckon Stephen Crichton will have a good game, honestly. Any time try scorer, Nathan Cleary or Brian Totter. And yeah, that, that's. All I've got to say. Mm-hmm. Right, so heading into this grand final, we know South, they haven't been in the grand final since 2014. 
and this will be Panthers' first grand final they've appeared in since 2003. So it's going to be a big game for both of them. As I believe this will be the sec- if Pan- if I mean if South win this will be the second time they've won a premiership in 50 years, which is not a very good stat to have. But yeah. And also records can be broken. No team has won a grand final been them being putting 50 points on them in the season twice. Exactly. Can history, history be broken? You never know. Uh, well, I reckon Blake Taff, he could definitely be one of the f- first players to score. Yeah. He could be one of the shining lights for Souths in the grand he, final, to be honest. He's a marquee player. He's only young. He's only played about 9 or 10 games, but I reckon he's a marquee player for them. Nine or ten Kim, games. Things play less than that. Adam Reynolds and Johnston. They are the marquee players. And Dane Gagai. Those mm. guys are the marquee players. Mm. So Cameron Murray as well, if he's good, if he's on his game. Yeah, if he is on his game. So here's another thing to talk about the grand final. Tavita Pangai Jr. He's out of the grand final. Do you think that will be a bit of a blow for Penrith? He he. Puts a lot of go forward into the team. They, they'll miss him a lot, but they'll they have a lot of good players to back up. Yeah, I think they won't really struggle that much without him. But he has been a really good player in their forward pack, and he definitely has elevated them a bit. So, yeah. have got a lot of points in them. But yeah. If South defend what they did, it's gonna be a good game. Honestly, will be and. Hmm. Yeah, it's just going to be a good game. And To be honest, though, if if Penrith defend like how they did against Melbourne, there probably won't be many points put on against them. Exactly. To be honest. So they're just going to try and copy what they did last week. They're just going to try and defend really hard so they can stop anyone from scoring, how basically. How much did it take out of them? That's the question. How much did it take out of them? Uh, it took quite a lot of them out of them because... Uh, he had a lot of tired players out there, especially Viliami Kikiao. He struggled a bit. I don't I don't think he got taken off for about 20 or so minutes or something. I don't know. He was out there for quite a while. You can tell he was getting really... You can tell all of them were getting really tired, actually. Because, uh, yeah. So, heading into this game, I think Penrith are favourites. 100%. Yeah, they are favourites, so... Yeah, they are favourites to win. Uh... Yeah, South, they haven't really played very well against Penrith in recent times, except for in the finals, first week of finals, when they beat Penrith. But I definitely think when when Penrith nearly lost to the Eels, I reckon that was the kick in the ass that they needed to try and 100%. elevate. Because uh, honestly, after that Eels game, everyone was going to write Penrith off in f- against Melbourne because they thought they would have no chance against Melbourne. Well, let's be honest. All of us would have thought that they're gone. But they're in again. It's just the same thing with South Sydney. Penrith and South Sydney, they were given no chance in the finals. Hmm. Maybe a little chance, but not much. Hmm. I think after, like, when Latrell Mitchell got suspended for the tackle on Joey Manu, I think after that, everyone everyone ripped South off. But, yeah. You know, now they're here at the grand final, which is phenomenal that they can do that without one of their star players. Considering Blake Taff, he's a halfback. Mm, playing fullback. He's played, apparently he's played fullback in his younger life, mm. but apparently he's a halfback. Yeah. So, 
He's doing well. They're, to- they're talking about replacing him next year. They're talking about yeah. him playing at seven to replace Adam Reynolds, who's going to, you know, who next year. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's going to be a very interesting, interesting game as well. Definitely quite a lot of ins for Penrith. Quite, there's no outs for South. But I still reckon Tavita Pangai did elevate the team a little bit. So what? they might miss him a little bit, but anyway. What I think should happen is that they have Brian Toll, right? And Stephen Crichton. So if you go down right, they should get rid of Monoroski, Momoroski, and put Staines at winger, put him in wing, and put Stephen Crichton in the centres. That's what I think should happen. I reckon that's how it should go. It went like that at the start of the year. Now it's not like that for some reason. Stephen Crichton is a centre. He can play wing, but he's a centre. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. That's that's fair. I'm not going to disagree. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I guess so. Yeah, that's fair. As I said, that's fair. But Paul Momorowski, he's actually been playing pretty well. Yeah, he's been playing all right. Hmm. But how will we go in the big games? That's the big question. Mm, that is so, a big question, actually. So the, all, all the players, how will they go? How will how yep. would of the trail gone if he was in the grand final? They probably would have been favourites to win this match, Penrith, if it's they still have the trail Mitchell. But that's that's the question you always ask. That's the doubt. Uh, yeah. yeah. We're going on to part two. Which is going to be about the uh, team reviews. So we're going to start with uh, the Bulldogs. So. Alright, let's. 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 We're going to take a deep review into the Bulldogs. Yep. Yes, they uh, had a shocker of a year. Exactly. But. I can name a couple teams that had worse, I can tell you that. Yeah. Bulldogs, they are... In that, in that last game against the Tigers, they definitely showed what they can bring to the table, but they haven't really been able to do that all year. Well, let's be honest here. Bulldogs, they will be a better team next year, but I can't see them any eight. I just can't, honestly. Well, they'll have Burton and Adokar and all that, so I think they, they might not be in the eight, but they could be really close to the eight. They'd be around the tenth or ninth spot. Yeah, I reckon I ha- about there. I have them in the, about eleventh or twelfth. I have us in. I have us in the eight, but we'll go into that soon. So, yeah, in one word, how would you describe the bulldog season? Oh, in a way, horrific. Uh, for me, in one word, uh, slope. Sometimes it was good. They showed really good efforts. Even though some, some games they lost, they showed really good efforts. And there were some games where they barely put in an effort at all and they had so many points pumped on them. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I can tell there's a team tr- struggling to, to find form, but I think Trent Barrett, with all the with all the good players he'll have next year, he definitely could probably turn them around. Yeah. Because they've been trying to go on this road f- for recovery for quite a bit now. It seems that... We thought this year they were going to hit a roadblock, but after they signed Ado Carr, Tavita Pangai, Matt Burton, and all those kinds of players, after they signed them, then that's when they've gone around that roadblock and they're starting to advance on. 
for me, it was like, same old story, Bulldogs, bottom of the ladder, same, same. They'll never change. But when I saw those signings, I'm like, they ain't at the bottom, they won't be at the bottom of the ladder. But they will not, they will come close to the eight. They won't make the eight, but they'll come close to the eight. Look, if they make really good signings like they did this year, if they make really good signings like next year or the year after, they could maybe, they could most definitely almost be in the eight. Yeah, look at the Titans. Mm. Most of us said they could make the eight, Mm. but when it came to almost finals time, we written them off, but they still made it. So it's just the same story with the Bulldogs, the Broncos. The Cowboys. Potentially, yeah. For next year. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not, not too sure about the Bron- Cowboys, but the Broncos and the Bulldogs are a factor in the Titans. Yes, considering all the signings um, all the other bottom clubs are made, they've de- they're definitely going to elevate them next year. So so we'll move on now to uh, 15th spot, the Cowboys. So how would you describe the Cowboys in one word? Oh, absolutely terrible. Honestly, there was not. That's two words anyway. They were they were in the eight, uh, five. Oh, let's say fifteen rounds in. Let's be check. It's about fifteen, sixteen rounds in. They were in the eight. They were in the eight, and then they went on the they went on a slope. I so there were some rounds where they were in the eight and they were close to the eight. They were there. They were in the eight at some point in the game, in the in the rounds. I think it was like round thirteen or whatever, round fifteen, round thirteen or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah round, round thirteen, round, round 13, thirteen. They were seventh. And they went on a big down slope. And they were still in seventh round fourteen. What doesn't make sense? They dropped out of the eight round fifteen, yeah. and then they haven't been in the. F- they haven't been in f- there since. What what? What surprises me is they've got an okay squad. They, they really do. They, yeah. They, but they don't know how to perform. They, they, the Cowboys fans probably said the same thing about us. But mm. we, we put some performances in where we actually played. Mm. We we got into the game, but we'll talk mm. about more of that next. But still, we still played. They still played with heart. That's what I think is most important. Mm. I reckon, though, like... With Tom Dearden, they definitely played a lot better than they did with any other number seven. Because yeah. Tom Dearden, in his first game against the Dragons, where I th- yeah they won, they yeah they won that game. They beat the Dragons. Well, uh, well, Tom Dearden was there, and ten games later, he finally won a game with the Cowboys. Yeah. So you can. So yeah, he started to elevate them a bit, but it was a bit too late now because. Yeah. They had it. They had a, a chance to still make the eight. It was round. 20, I think it was. Yeah, but then 20. Obviously, but then they've fallen off ever since. We, we beat we beat them, but yeah. So. Yeah. That's so yeah, it's a bit of a... So in one word, I would have to describe Cowboys as... Again, like the Bulldogs, slope. Like they'll be t- doing really good performances and all of a sudden they drop down. But in this case, they would go up, go down, and they'd go up a little bit again, but then they'll go really far down. And yeah... I guess that's what draws the line, draws the line in the sand for them. Because let's be honest here, they they were they were this year they were looking like a pretty good side. Yeah, they were. But they just couldn't quite execute good enough plays. I was, I was thinking ten rounds in, how can we beat them? But then once 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 we burst them, we're like, okay, they're not that good, but they're not that bad either. Well, they're not that they're not that great. 
But they are. They're okay. So, yeah. So that's the Cowboys. Now we'll move on to 14th. Our team, the Broncos. So, in one word, how would you describe the Broncos? It was an okay season. Honestly, at the start of the season, if it was still continuing, I would have said, like the Bulldogs and the Cowboys. But, with the latest form that we've put in, three wins out of two games... I would say bloody awesome. I'm, I'm saying it right now. It's just good. Yeah, so I was thinking when when the first two rounds hit, when we played, who we play, Eels. We were up 16 nil at halftime. I thought, oh, yeah, this could, could potentially be our year. We could make the eight this year. Considering we got a new coach, some new players around us. It could be good as goal. we got David Mead coming back, yeah. Dale Copley coming back. Well, he came back later in the season, didn't he? No, he came back at the start. He had a broken mm. bloody... Mm. What it, oh, I forgot what it was called. He broke his throat or whatever, fractured his throat. So yeah, we were. So yeah, I thought when we were up sixteen nil at half time against the Eels yeah. in the first round, I thought we were gonna be potentially dark horses again, like twenty nineteen. We were gonna make the eight again, like just but like by a slim margin, we were gonna make the eight. But yeah, we gave it up. After those first two games against the Eels and Titans, I thought, I thought we we're gonna be doing like what we did last year. But then we versus the Bulldogs and we absolutely beat oh, two 0 at halftime. I was thinking they can still beat us here, but then fifty minutes in we score, and then sixty minutes in we score, sixty three minutes in we, we we just got we just kicked away. Yeah, we we got away with we got away with it because. Because when we were up 2-0 at halftime, I thought, nah, this, this, we're going to lose again, aren't we? But then all of a sudden, yeah, we just uh, started scoring again. The Bulldogs fatigued in and then they got tired. Yeah, but then the problem with that is now, we had one win from three games. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we move on to Melbourne and then we lost 40-6. to six. We only my, scored one try. My, mind you, we were 6-0 up at half. It was 6 all at half time, six eight at half time. I think it was. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what the score was. We we have this like we have this thing going. No, it wasn't. It was. Oh, I remember that was the that was Pappenhausen show where he scored four tries. Yeah, we fo- scored four tries in a row before anyone else scored. But it yeah, the, it was the next game after that where we kept. But yeah, we have this like habit for most of our games this year. To put in a really good effort in the first half, but because the fatigue is setting in, we we'd had a very horrible second half. But in some games, that wouldn't actually be the case. Well, we would, it haven't hasn't happened as much as last year. Yeah, as last year we'd probably be down. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy last year. Yeah. This the Panthers game. I would like to say it was a good effort, but we didn't have any. Um, Let's be honest. Both Panthers game were yeah. good. We didn't have a half-back to win the game for us. Let's be honest. We didn't, yeah. We didn't have a half-back. We, we didn't have powerful outside backs at the time. Surprisingly, Brody Croft played in both games against the Panthers. Actually, no, he didn't. No, Tom did. Tom did. Oh, Brody oh, Croft yeah, Brody Croft played at six. That was before we started playing Tyson Gamble. Right. Can I say something? Mm? Brody Croft and Tom didn't are the worst halves pairing I've, I've ever seen. Yes. The best halves pairing I've seen was it wasn't Tom Dean. There was um, bro. I think it was no, it wasn't Brody Croft. It was Tyson Gamble and Albert Kelly. That was the best halves pairing I reckon. 
Mm, yeah, we should. We, Kevin should have stuck with that instead of changing the halves every like second week, every well, week or second to week. To be honest, Tyson Gamble always got himself in a bit of trouble. Yeah, always did. He's got him suspended. He's got himself suspended like a few times this year, I think. Oh no, but he he's got a cop mm. fine, but he's only got suspended twice this year. Yeah. Tell you we lucky. This this top. I would like to talk about the Titans game. The second one. It was um twenty two nil. I was thinking, damn. Um. Okay, I might walk away, but I'm still going to support my team and keep watching. But then it started to come back. I'm like, we could still win this. And then wouldn't you know it, it at half time it was 22 all. I was like, this is an unheard of score at half time. And I was like, we can win this. 44 points in the first half. That's quite much yeah. for, for two teams that were fighting for the eight, even though we weren't really fighting for the eight well, we, at that point. At that point, we technically still were. We were, we were written off. When we lost to Melbourne, we were written off then and there. 100%. But, don't, 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 don't write off any team. Let's feel the Bulldogs. Because they won their first game, what, round eight? That was their first win, I think. It was against Cronulla. Yeah, it was against Cronulla too. And, uh, yeah, how did that go? They lost 12-6. That's <laughs> 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 funny. But um, it was a good game, honestly. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like... Like, I thought, yeah, we were going to be done and dusted right as soon as it was 22-0 in the Titans game. I thought, yep, yeah, no, nah, we're going to be done here. And all of a sudden, we put in this massive ass effort to try and bring ourselves back in. Because we were trying to show people that we can put up a really good effort. That we're not that that we're not just a really we like at some points we were a really good team on paper, but we couldn't show that on the field. Yeah. But I reckon in that game we showed we were a good team on paper and we're also a good team on field physically. There's a couple of games with big occasions with big players like legend legendary players coming back and we didn't win. For example, the Raiders game. Bloody Carmichael Hunt. Carmichael Hunt. He came back. What else was there? Was the is the there was the Ben Teo one where he came back yeah. against the um it was the Titans game last year. Yeah. Well, let's just talk about this game for a minute. Broncos and Roosters. The yeah, round eleven. A, I could say that was a good game. We had a twelve 0 lead. Then we let it up twelve all. It was fourteen twelve. I should say sorry. And then we score at half time to lead 16-14. And then hmm. we just kick, we sort we sort of kick away at it because they don't get a single point until set this penalty goal makes it sixteen twenty eight. But mm. then he run away with it in the last four minutes, five minutes. Like we, we in this game, we definitely showed that we have dedication on the yeah. field. But we haven't been able to show that the last few weeks. But in this game, we managed to show it physically on the field. After losing 50-6 yeah. to six the previous week in Magic Round at our home ground, yeah. then going to Sydney to beat the Roosters on their home ground. But mind you, they were very uh, very injury-wounded. Uh, they've been like that all season. Yeah, they've been like that all season. To be honest, though, I reckon Trent Robinson... This is a bit off topic here, but I reckon Trent Robinson should have won Coach of the Year. Like, cr- yeah, he should have. Good, good on you, Craig Bellamy, for winning it, but I reckon should have went to Trent Robinson. Yeah. The way he managed the Roosters, and they didn't have yeah. many good players that they had, like Luke Keery and all that, they went out really early yeah. in the year. 
So, yeah, the way he the way he's been doing been able to uh, get the Roosters to win games and actually make the really close to the finals with a very injury bound team and a very young team. Props to him. I would like to give a big congratulations to Sam Walker too. He's um yeah carried this team. Yeah, he's been like a very good player for their team. Uh, he's definitely the one to bring the spark to the Roosters if they didn't quite have it. And uh, yeah. But we'll talk more about that when we get to the Roosters. Yeah. Anyway, back to this game. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. At half time. Yeah, I thought. I thought either this could go one way, we could win, or it could go the other way, where we have so many points put on us, then, yeah, we'll give up. But we didn't decide to fade. We decided to stay in there. We decided to hang on there. Because our defense and our attack was really good in this game, and we just yeah. and we executed it perfectly. Compared to, compared to the previous week, where we had 50 points put on us, and we only scored yeah. six, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So the Broncos, yeah, they've had pretty... Good, pretty regular, pretty lame games. Uh, the Dragons won. I thought, honestly, we were going to win that until yeah. until the freaking kick from the scrum. Matt Duffy try because Saka couldn't pick up the fucking ball. Yeah. Bull crap. And how about that, though? And yeah, Jack Bird, he scored against his old club. How about that? 12th minute. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit of a shocker. Didn't think they were going to give him the ball to score. So yeah, pretty regular games. Katoni uh, Stags returned for what round round sixteen against yeah, the Sharks. That, that was a good game. I can tell you that now. Phenomenal. Let's let's just say that. We know how great he is, but we didn't know he was going to be that great of an influence to try to turn our season around like that. Mm. I'm not going to say he's like a, a Tommy Turbo, but in a way he is. He, he was like that mm. in a way. He influenced the team to just get up and try to win the game. Because for this, I think Cronulla, were, they were like a dollar twenty, and we were like we were two dollars like ten, I think. We were like $3, $4. $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3,
and win. So basically, it was yeah. two, two, one. But I reckon after that Sharks game, then we ended up finding out what the Broncos were about and what we could do. Because then, definitely, yeah, definitely after that Sharks game, our form started picking up again. Like we, like we started executing better plays. We started scoring more tries and all that kind of stuff. Especially when we nearly beat Penrith. We six, it was six points the margin, eighteen twelve. And yeah, and then we end up beating the the Cowboys thirty seven eighteen. And not many people thought we were going to be the yeah. favourites. They thought the Cowboys were going to be favourites like they did last time this year. But yeah, Katoni Staggs, he was definitely a great player in that game. Sad that's where the season ended though. Yeah. Night. Well, I lost the Knights. Yeah, it's yeah, a bit regular. Yeah. Can I say something about this Roosters game? We got robbed. Yeah, I reckon so. That wasn't even really a high tackle. It was, it was around the chest, and it was a fingernail to his neck. Yeah, it wasn't even that high. It was a fingernail. Mm. And I definitely think in that Warriors game, where we beat them 24-22, I definitely, that, yeah. I, I, that definitely showed that we didn't need yeah. Reese Walsh. Because many people thought we weren't going to be very good without Reese Walsh. Yeah. But look and at that. Try, that wasn't a try. Xavier Coach's hand was on that. Yeah, I don't know how that was given a try anyway. But the good thing was Reese Walsh missed the kick. In a way, I'm I was I'm not happy that it was a try, but what if it wasn't awarded a try and they scored another post? What if? Who knows? Just what if they would have scored another post? Hmm. I'm not saying that I wouldn't have backed them to defend it, but what if? Hmm. Hey, just what if? So yeah, the shark the other sharks game we played this year was pretty regular. And then Last game for the skipper, we sent him off in style, thirty-five twenty-two against the Knights. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah he great career, Alex Glenn, definitely one of our best players for over the last few years. Yeah. At halftime, yeah, I knew we probably were gonna win this one. I knew we had to send the skipper off in in a good way. Hundred percent. Because if we didn't send him, because if, if you lost, then yeah, it probably wouldn't be very good for him or anyone in the Broncos team. But anyway, yeah. It's just. It's- End of the season was momentum. I'm going to say that. Yeah, it was very good to end of the season with momentum and, uh, you know, finish. And even to finish the season with a good win. That's the way to go. So, yeah, we may not have been, came close to the eight, but at least at least we put in way better effort than we did last year. Yeah. We got, what, three wins last year? And what we got now? Seven? Yeah. That's definitely a step that's, up. That's a, that's a big step up. So if we can do what we did next year, especially with all the signings we got, Kurt Capewell, Adam Reynolds, Ryan James, Brinko Lee. Billy Walters. Oh, yeah, Billy Walters, apparently. Yeah, with all those players, if we can use them correctly in the in the best plays, then we'll probably be, yeah, in the eight. We could probably be in the eight, especially with Adam Reynolds, with his leadership and his guidance. So, yeah. So in one word, how would you describe the Broncos season? Like I said before, it was not the best, but I'm going to say it's the okay season. I'm going to say average. Uh, average performances, but some really good really good plays, uh, some not. So, yeah. Now we've got the West Tigers. Uh, How do you describe them in one word? Well, most of their games that they played, that they faded out in, they look, mm-hmm. they look terrible. Honestly, I... I couldn't believe what I was seeing. They just they look terrible. Okay, in one word, if I had to describe the Tigers' season, 
well, I technically have to use about four words all over the place. Like they would be winning, they'd be winning like a game by quite a lot of like a really big margin, and then they'll lose like their next six games, which uh, yeah, definitely wasn't very good for them this year. Uh yeah, yeah. Season started on a shocker. You're having seventy points scored on you in two games, and only scoring eighteen. Being outscored 70 to 18 in two games, yeah, it's not very well. That's not very good. But then they ended up coming back to win against the Knights, and then, yeah, they lost. Let's just say what? Lost about one, two, three, four, five. Lost five and six in a row. Six in a row after that before they beat the Knights again. Then they end up losing. Yeah, it's. it's Honestly, this season's just been all around the place. Like, they'd be winning. They'd have a two-game win streak, especially when they beat the Panthers, the understrength Panthers. Yeah, they'd, they'd be winning, and then all of a sudden... They got flogged by the... How about that, though? 66-16. I was watching that game. I was actually at Oki, so we so I wasn't at home to watch the game, but we watched it on KO and KO Sport. And literally, I thought at halftime, I'm like, yep, the Tigers. I'm like... The Tigers, the Storm, going to put a hundred on them at, at this point, because it's because forty nil at half time. That's not normal. That's not normal to have no, forty points not. put on you at half time. Um, Michael Maguire would be blowing his head off at him. Yeah, you can tell, because I've been watching Tales from Tiger Town, and yeah, I can tell. I can tell would have blown his ass off. But the thing is too. You, you, you can't have forty points put on you at half time. But I can understand how they can try and put some points on 16. Melbourne probably only let them put those points on because they felt bad for them. They didn't want to lo- want them to lose 66-0. Let's be honest here. If the Tigers lost 66-0, they'd probably be, yeah, probably be where the Cowboys are. Yeah, 100%. And then we'd probably be where the Tigers are. But, yeah, that game was honestly disgraceful. How about that, though? They were outscored 106 points in two weeks. And they scored what? 28, 28 to 100, yeah. to 28 to about 106. Mm. That was just about disgraceful. You know, all of a sudden they lose by a pretty slim game against the Rabbitohs, and then they have a bye, and then they have us, where they beat us. I honestly thought we were going to win that game because of because of the way we like kept up. Every time they, if we didn't score and then they scored, we would come back and we would score. Yeah. So that's just the way it went. That was Tony Staggs' first try in that game as well. Yeah. And after that, they scored 40 points and they had 40 points put on them and then it's just been very slim. And they beat the Bulldogs 28, beat the Cowboys. That then was they, a nervous moment for me. Then how about that, though? Yeah. I definitely thought the Sharks were finals contenders after this game winning 50-20. to 20. 100%. And after that, Penrith went absolutely flogging him. And then how about that? The ending, 38-0 put on him. How about that? That was a shocker. Yeah. Let's be honest. That was an absolute shocker. Don't think many people saw that coming. No. Don't think so. That was absolutely disgraceful. See, so yeah, as I said before, disgra- so all over the place. So now we move on to the uh, the Warriors. So, uh, the Warriors, how would you describe them in one word? Average season, they've sort of been all over the shop. Yeah, about that, bit average, yeah. Like, they've, they've, don't get me wrong, they've played really good games. Like, they've put in really good efforts. 
Well, that's, that's just been the Warriors all the time. They've just, they just had good games. and then They've had good games, some pretty bad games. They've... Probably the worst opponent this year has probably been Penrith and Melbourne and, yeah. and South as well. Those three have been the main killers for Warriors. They were probably the main reason why the Warriors weren't really in finals contention. Like they were pretty much in finals contention to start the start the first few rounds. Yeah. Even though they lost uh, yeah, no, they won the first game. They won their first game. We thought they were gonna be finals contenders. But then all of a sudden uh, out of the gate, nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. 100%. How about the save though in the last try? Because if, because if, what's his, what's his name? If Jordan Rapano would have scored in the corner, yeah. then they, then the Raiders would have won in round three. Yeah, exactly. But Rocket Roger, he saved that try beautifully. Exactly. He did it really well. So yeah, it's a, yeah, it's been a bit average, a bit all over the place. Yeah, South Penrith Melbourne have been the main killers of the of the Warriors season, especially us though coming in winning twenty four twenty two. That was a that was a um fifty fifty game. Yeah, well, yeah. I thought, I I was thinking it was going to be about sixty forty Warriors way, but nah. But I always got faith in my team, so yeah. Warriors have been all over the place. Now we move on to the Dragons. So the Dragons, how would you describe them in one word? Uh, been okay, but they've been horrific as well. I'll just say meh. Like. They haven't. They didn't put in a really good performance in the first round, but then the last few, the first few rounds. How about that win against Manly though? That was Manly was that turbo. So. Yeah, but they still had like Saab and all that. But the Saab, they've definitely evolved all throughout the season, technically. But yeah. Anyway, other than that, yeah, yeah, it's been a bit meh, especially when they beat the Eels as well. <laughs> yeah, this season's been all around the place. Like, the wins, losses, wins, losses, wins. Like, it's hard to keep track. Like, they'll have... Like, they'll have a few wins, yeah. then, they'll have, then they'll have many losses, then they'll have a few wins, then yeah. they'll have a few more losses again. It's just like... Can't... Can't do this crap, you know? So, anyway, yeah, that's the that's the Dragons. So, now we move on to the Raiders. How would you describe them in one word? The Raiders, they were... I reckon they were really good this season. They were really good to start the season off, but then they lost their wheels. Wheels fell off the Canberra milk cart. Uh, the Canberra milk cart. The wheels just went, pfft, fell off. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll agree with you there. The wheels fell off. Uh, quite a few good wins. Quite a few bad losses here and there. You know, you yeah, know, up you know. And down. Yeah, up and down, left, right, all over the place. So. Yeah, there was definitely a reason behind, yeah, their very low performances. So, uh, yeah, Dragon, I mean, Raiders, not very good season. How about the Sharks, though? Uh, so, one word, how would you describe the Sharks? Oh. Meh. I reckon worthy of the eight. Because, <laughs> to be honest, I thought the Sharks... Could have put in a very good performance in the last few weeks because their game, they have games throughout the season were pretty meh, yeah. pretty meh, especially when we beat them and they lost by quite lo- large mar- margins. But I thought after they beat the Tigers fifty to twenty and then they beat us twenty four sixteen, I thought yeah they were going to be genuine finals contenders. But then all of a sudden Melbourne come along and beat them. They were still in the eight until the Titans yeah. game. But yeah, I reckon they probably should have made the eight. Mm. The Titans, they choked in the finals against the Roosters. Uh, couldn't contain little Sammy Walker. 
So yeah, but it's like as I've said with the last few teams all over the place. So now we go with the team that probably shouldn't have made the eight Titans. Uh, to start their season, quite a few losses, quite a few wins. How about that win forty four eight against the against the, the Cowboys though? How about that? Then coming out to lose against the Raiders. And all of a sudden coming out winning against the Knights. Losing against Manly. Losing against Rabbits. Losing against us. Uh, got absolutely flogged by Penrith. Lost, they won by 10 points against the Bulldogs. Bulldogs played pretty slim games. How about this though? Six points was the margin between Melbourne and Titans. That was a pretty close game to be honest. And all of a sudden 56-24 on them. Titans, yeah, I reckon, yeah. I reckon they had a pretty good season. Yeah, they had a pretty good season, but they just couldn't quite keep it up in the finals. I reckon final, being in the finals probably got to their head a bit. And, uh, yeah, they couldn't quite execute what, what they thought they were going to be able to execute. So now we move on to uh, Newcastle. How would you describe them in one word? Uh, okay. I would say... Uh, yeah, pretty alright. Yeah, they started off the season really well with winning against the Bulldogs and then the Warriors, but they couldn't quite get it done against the against the Tigers. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that, I think, yeah. Yeah, after conceding 220, uh, yeah, how about that? 42 16 against them. That yeah. was sad. Yeah, man, too many teams were just slaughtering them this year, but. Definitely, some of those wins definitely put them back in, especially when they beat Manly. Mm. And I think Manly even had Travoyevich, I think. Yeah, I think they had Travoyevich, didn't they? Let's have a look. Yes, they did. Manly had Travoyevich and Saab and all that, and they still couldn't beat the Knights. That's the funny thing. But yeah, this season's been pretty up-down, but I'll say, yeah, pretty average. Pretty average for them. Pretty average for a team like that. Considering they didn't make the finals last year, and they've tried to regain themselves. Uh, Eels now. How do you think their season? Pretty good, honestly. They no, they weren't great, but pretty good. Yeah. Uh, for me, not as expected. I thought they were going to be. I thought, considering they still got Gutho and all that, and they still got all the like really good players, I thought they were maybe going to be f- top four contenders, but nah. Couldn't quite get that job done because, uh, <laughs> speak like American there. Yeah. But yeah, they couldn't quite get the job done because, uh, just embarrassing losses all over the place. Especially losing 8 6 in the finals against Melton and Miss Penrith. But I suppose they were on the receiving end of some pretty dodgy, uh, Penrith tactics to try and, uh, you know, to try and change the momentum swing. Yeah, pretty alright. How about Robbo's Roosters? How would you describe them in one word? They were awesome, honestly. Was the more the most injuries that they've had in the comp? Pretty much, they've had the most injuries in the comp. I'm gonna say they're fighters. They, they if they had their players in there, they probably would have won the comp. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, if they would have like all their star players, they probably could have been in really close contention. They could have been like semi finals, preliminary finals, because they started off the season pretty well against that loss against Seattle in round three. Though that was pretty bad kick in the ass, but then they end up having a pretty good winning streak, 
Like one minute they'll have a really good winning streak, then they'll have a losing streak, but then they'll get back to a winning streak. Oh. It was just very up down, but I reckon yeah. They hung in there, especially going into finals, considering yeah. uh winning twenty five twenty four is the Titans and losing forty two six against Manly, that's pretty embarrassing yeah. considering yeah. The fighters, I'm gonna tell you that this Yeah, year, especially especially how Robbo's uh handled them this year. Uh, stinky ass. Yeah, how about uh, Manly this year? How about them? Uh, awesome. Yeah, especially the way they started this year, honestly. Like, they started terrible. Yeah, considering how they started this year. Manly because they were missing Turbo. Turbo really bad. 46-4, to 26-12, 46-6. And then they finally got a win, 13-12. Then they end up getting on off. Three game winning streak, losing to Penrith, then end up getting on a good winning streak, beating Warriors, us, Eels, then end up losing to the Knights, then they had a bye, then they end up winning 50 against the Cowboys, 56 against the Titans, and they end up winning 66 nil against the Bulldogs. That's worse than the Melbourne game. How about that? Because at least the Tigers put in an effort. How about this one? Bulldogs, nothing. Couldn't even defend good. But yeah, there's quite a lot of good 40, 50 point wins in here. 30, 40, 50 point wins. Definitely define what they are about. Uh-huh. If they didn't have Turbo this year, then they probably wouldn't be Maybe as... Maybe uh, Well, yeah, they... If they... Because if we go back to about round three, they were like the bottom. So they they didn't have any wins. They had three losses. Look, they were, they were in last. And where were we? We were 10th, considering we just won. In round three against the Bulldogs, but yeah, if Ma- if Manly didn't have Travoyevic this year, then they, yeah they wouldn't they wouldn't be as good as they were this year. And yeah, uh, hmm, it's interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so, so now we'll move on to uh, South. Yeah, this season's been yeah all right. Yeah, it's been good. Honestly, it's been awesome. Yeah. To be honest, yeah, really good wins, really good margins as well. It's not really those 50, 50 nil loss to fifty nil losses to Melbourne, and all of a sudden two weeks later losing fifty six twelve against Penrith. Yeah. That that was bad. I think that's when people started to write it, the Rabbitohs off. But but no, I especially think since they still had the Trot Mitchell at that time. Yeah. After those losses, they definitely picked themselves up. It's 12 a.m. by the way. It's a new day. It's Friday, baby. <laughs> so yeah, especially after beating 38-12 against the Eels, having a bye, and then all of a sudden, I think the bye was a, was a refresher that they needed because they ended up coming yeah. out and having a pretty good winning streak until, who knows, like, yeah, until they could play Penrith again in round 23. Mm. So they had a good winning streak for about 10 weeks. So they won... So they won nine games in a row before yeah. losing. So yeah, that's when that's when I thought yeah they were going to be serious grand probably possibly grand final contenders. Fifty four twelve against against the Roosters. Yeah, they're showing against the Roosters what they did last year when they won sixty nil. How about that though? So yeah, uh, yeah, put in pretty good performances. Yeah, definitely going to be interesting on Sunday, especially against the Panthers too. And on that note, we're moving on to the Panthers, second place team. How do you think they went this year, my word? I wouldn't. I might say outclassed some teams. They mm. they they were awesome. I'm gonna say excellent, 
because they showed really good performances. Even though they did put in some pretty low-scoring affairs this year, they still put in some pretty high-scoring ones as well. Because mm. unlike last year when they put in like really good performances and they won, and they beat most teams by like fifty, like forty or fifty or thirty, even possibly. This year, even though they put in some less points, even though they put some less points on people, still they still showed what the what Penrith Panthers are about, especially winning forty eight twelve against the Titans, yeah, and then exactly. the next and then the next week winning fifty six twelve against against the Rabbitohs, yeah. and then after that beat the Bulldogs thirty. Thirty to four. They were, they were too good, weren't they? Yeah, I, I, yeah. For, before the season even started, I knew they were going to be possibly near the grand final. I, I thought, yeah, it was going to be. Pro- I thought it was going to be. For me, I tipped Rabbitohs and Souths at the start of the year. Oh, Rabbitohs and Souths. Oh, sorry, Panthers Souths. Yeah, I thought. I thought, considering <laughs> when Tommy Turbo came back, and it was like about ten rounds away from from first week of finals. I thought it was. I actually thought it was going to be Penrith and Manly, but I was wrong. But I think, but then after that, as we came close to the final, I thought it was actually going to be Melbourne and Manly. But I still had faith in the Panthers, considering, yeah. yeah well, after the Broncos didn't play again this year, I was a Panthers bandwagon. <laughs> but uh, you know, always going to support your team, you know. But yeah, anyway, yeah, they showed really good efforts this year, especially winning ten six against Melbourne. That, that was, was a, a really game. close game. That was a good game. I was watching it and thinking, this is a good game. Penrith are going to win this, I swear. 6 nil at half time. How about that, though? Like, that's, I think that's been the lowest score Penrith have had at half time this year. Yes, I think it was since 2019. Oh, no, since the start of the year. It's Melbourne. Interesting fact. Look at, look at the half time score, round three. Was it 6-0? 6-4? Yeah, 6-0. Six 6-0, all. Six all. All right. So. Yeah, and then all of a sudden we come, then, I mean, no, not us, Penrith ended up coming out 6-0 six, six at halftime. Now, on that note, as we talk about Melbourne, we are moving on to Melbourne. Melbourne, how would you describe their season? Excellent. Same. Yeah, I reckon the same, same, same as how I said with Penrith. Divine. Like, they put in really great efforts. They were like Penrith. They were, like, very unstoppable throughout the season. In a way, Melbourne were better, in a way. Yeah, because they, they scored more points. They they ended up putting more points on the harder teams. Yeah, they, um, 19-game winning streak, eh? Yeah, how about that, though? Yeah. They ended up destroying the Panthers' winning streak as well. After they started getting back on the road with a winning streak mm-hmm. after... Losing to I think the Sharks and the ti- the Tigers. Yeah. Th- yeah, yeah. They lost to Cronulla first, then they lost to the Tigers. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Mm. So yeah, Melbourne definitely after putting on a whole bunch of points. Like, if we look here in the draw, there's so many, so many 40, 30, 50 point wins here. Yeah. 40, 30, 20 point wins. There's so many of them here. That's why they were like one of. The, Think yeah, they were the. Let's go here, teams. Yeah, they were the highest scoring points team. Eight hundred sixty-one points this year. They were pretty close to a thousand. They would have put on quite a lot of points this year. So yeah, Panthers. They were, they were fourth on that list. The points scored. Melbourne also scored the most tries. Manly came second. Panthers. They were fifth on that list. So yeah, Melbourne. They were pretty good with points scoring and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. 
yeah, so, yeah, Man- Melbourne, they've been pretty unstoppable the last few years. Like, I'm, I'm going to say this now, there's a couple teams after this year, they'll go down on a hill a bit because they'll lose a couple of players. Like, South, Panthers, M- Melbourne, they'll go down a bit. I don't think they'll go down too far, but I think they'll still go down. Yeah. Like, yeah, hmm. I think most Melbourne fans were definitely gutted that they couldn't make it to the grand final because most yeah. Melbourne fans always think that they're going to go to the grand final almost every year because they've done yeah. it a lot, like the last few years. They've been going to the grand final mm. and being the top shit in the NRL. Exactly. Which, yeah, it has been the last few years. Appearing in grand finals, you know, winning here and there, you know, you know, you know, always happens. Yeah, they've been on pretty high uphill slopes some down slopes and then they've always gotten themselves back up there. So, yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, pretty good team. <sighs> I think definitely they're going to have a bit of a blow next year without Ado Carr. Yeah. Because he was definitely one of their best players. 100%. And especially going to miss Cameron Munster in a, and Brandon Smith for a couple matches as well. Yeah. I think they're, think they're both ruled out until about round three. I think next year. Round three, round Harry four. Grant's just a good as just as a good player. Yeah. Reckon. At least Harry Harry Grant doesn't break people's wrist by freaking doing a doing a freaking head dive freaking into your wrist while you're trying to tackle Brendan Smith. You know how he like burrows his head into you. Yeah. When he's like when he's trying like trying to run the ball run the ball from dummy off. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that bending your wrist back probably nearly snap your wrist. But yeah, anyway, hmm. Melbourne in that game against uh, Penrith, I definitely think that the, that they showed what what it ta- they showed what everything that it, that it takes to yeah. win in the end of the finals. But they just couldn't execute it in the finals. You know, yeah. they just couldn't quite execute it at all. It's like in a way, they just their brain switched off, and it was like they were like they looked like a side that didn't play together. Yeah, they just weren't really mixing well together. Just. Yeah, wasn't very good as well in that game, especially only having six points, six points scored. Twelve, but one got disallowed. I think two got disallowed. I think so. Yeah, but yeah, you know, they just weren't really showing what they had capable in them. Uh, Storm. Especially considering their team list. How about this? Pappenhausen, George Jennings, Remus Smith, Olam, Addo Carr, Munster, Hughes, Bromwich, Smith, Welsh, mm. Kafusi, Bromwich, and uh, Finucane. And then also on the bench, you've got uh, Harry Grant, Tui Kamakamika, how do you say his name? Nelson Solomon, Nico Hines on the bench as well. Then you've got Tom, I- Tom Eisenhuth in the reserve. Like, they had a really good side. Not Don't get me wrong here, but also... Penrith also had a really good side, yeah. but... I reckon Melbourne was better, but just... Not just Melbourne. George Jennings had a horrible game with his hand. He, 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 he just couldn't handle the ball. It was like a stick of butter was on his hands. He just couldn't catch it. Like, uh, yeah. I reckon Cleary, especially after... Only having a two-point margin against the Eels, I guess that that was also definitely the kick in the ass that he needed to definitely elevate his game, because he needed to take his game to the next level in order to actually make the grand final. 
because if they didn't do that, because if Nathan Curry didn't elevate his game, it's sort of like how how most teams work. If one player doesn't perform well, then the whole team doesn't. It's it's sort of been like the Broncos for most of this year. Like if Payne Haas, if Payne Haas is on the field and he's performing really well, the whole team perform well. But if Payne Haas is not on the field, then yeah, we don't really put in really good performances. But yeah. So, yeah, those are the team reviews. Uh, what do you think was the biggest surprise this year? Biggest surprise? Mm. Really? You mean like teams and everything? Yeah, teams and, you know. I'd probably have to say the Titans. They were a surprise. Yeah, how about that? 44-0 against the Warriors take Cement themselves a spot in the and finals. That game was a surprise too, honestly. They yeah, winning forty four nil and all of a sudden losing twenty five twenty four. That's not really a way to go out. But definitely that game against the Warriors that definitely elevated their game and showed how they are final contenders and they definitely probably will be next year as well. Yeah, David Fafita he was a big man in the game this year for them. But how about Toby Sexton though? That, yeah. That, that bloke. Yeah, they should have played him more this year. They dropped him before the finals. Yeah, they should have kept him because he was definitely way better. But how about rookie Jaden Campbell, though? How about him? He's a good player. You can tell he's sort of showing some similarities between him and his father because, Jesus Christ, I used to yeah. watch how Preston Campbell used to play. Same. Like, we know he was good, but we didn't know he was going to be that good mm. that early. That, especially that early into his career, especially this year being his first year. We thought it would have taken a few, like about a year and a half to mm. actually get used to it, but no. Snapped into it. I think his first game was against Melbourne when they lost by six points, I think. Yeah. I think. I think so. But yeah, that game was pretty close against Melbourne. That Yeah, that game was really close. And Jaden Campbell, he definitely clicked in that game. Yeah, he definitely showed what the Titans could be all about. But they showed it some some parts through this year and some parts not in this year. Because some... Fuck, I'm sake. <laughs> some parts this year they showed that they were really good finals teams. Yeah. And then some parts throughout the other the other half of the year they just showed that they weren't really good enough. They weren't good enough to elevate their game and stuff. Uh, next year it's gonna be a lot closer. So yeah, I reckon comes gonna be a lot closer, I reckon. Mm. Yeah. Especially as players moving to other Teams, what? Yeah. Hmm. So it's definitely gonna be interesting, especially next year, with all the younger kids coming through. I wonder how. how what, what? I wonder if Walsh is gonna play the start of next year, considering he was busted for cocaine. I don't think cocaine. he will. I think he's getting a two-game ban. Uh. Well, you never know. I think he's getting some kind of ban. Never know. It could be like Monster and uh, Smith. Yeah, they could be getting banned for a bit. Who knows? You never know. Yeah. Only time will tell. Yeah, it's definitely been interesting. This year's definitely been interesting. I have a feeling, though, this year was probably way better than last year. There's a lot more shockers this year than last year. Considering, the f- the f- before COVID stopped uh, play... In round three, before round three, we were actually premiership favourites to win that year, last year, but it all fell apart after COVID. 
Because, yeah, we were... It was after the wins against South and... Who beat the first game? Cowboys. Cowboys and South. But mm. after those two games, we showed what, what we were about. We showed how we play with heart and passion. But we didn't really show that for the rest of the year last year. Yeah. We just fell apart last year. But the first... As I said, yeah... Many of the legends of the game were saying how we were premiership favourites literally two rounds into this competition. Yeah. Especially considering how good South had a team last year and considering how we are, we lost 58-0 in the finals 2019. Yeah. They just had yeah. to shake that off. Yeah, we had to shake it off. Started that in the past, like last year. After the Parramatta game, we lost 59-0. So. And then that's when it started to go a bit slopey. It started to go a bit downhill. Last... Last win was against the Bulldogs. That was round, I think, nine. Yeah, round nine. And, um, yeah, we came close in some games, but we didn't quite get the job done. So, yeah, it was definitely interesting last year. But this year, we've been way better. Definitely yeah, way better. 100%. Definitely better efforts. Be- better players coming through, like Tyson Gamble. He right. he was really At good this year. At the start of the year, five, six rounds in there, like, it's the same talk. Is this team worse than last year? I'm like, no way. Hmm. So subject into that, we're going to talk about the Broncos next year. So considering all the signings we've got, do yeah. you think we'll make the eight? Yes. I ha- At the moment, I have a really strong belief that, yeah, we will make the finals considering all the star signings we've got this year. Uh, we've got in this year. I've got and them seventh. I've got them, yeah, around seventh, about there. Seventh or eighth. I've got them. Seventh or eighth, yeah. Titans could be a little bit higher if they put in better performances next year. But you never know. It could be interesting. Walsh, considering he, he didn't play for the first game games for the Warriors, so mm. if he plays a full season for the Warriors, which he probably will, you never know. But if he plays a full season for the Warriors, they could definitely be premiership contenders. Mm. Well, not really premiership contenders, finals contenders, to be honest. But, yeah. So we've got Adam Reynolds coming through next year. Do you definitely think he'll elevate our game? He'll help our game. Yeah, he'll help, he'll help our playing style and everything. Yeah, he'll direct the team around. He'll Considering, yeah, he... Did he play in the 2014 Grand Final, or was he... Yeah, or, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he played. Like, what's the backs that we got? We got Stags, New, Tissy New, I mean, Corey Oates. We have David Mead, Herbie Farnsworth, Tyson Gamble, now Adam Reynolds. He'll help the backs. We've got Payne Harsett. Thomas Flagler, Jake Turpin, Jordan Ricky, Kurt Catewell, Patrick Carrigan. Yeah, Patrick Carrigan, yeah, I reckon he'll probably be a def- definite, uh, he'll definitely lift, lift us up next year, considering, uh, yeah. He was re- yeah, it was really good the first few rounds this year, but, uh, yeah, after that injury, he hasn't really been the same since, because he hasn't played. But, uh, yeah, we got some really good signings coming through, considering, yeah, all the players that are... We've, we've managed to so- somehow sign all the really good players. Like, we've re-signed quite a lot of our good players. We've got John Piera, uh, Ryan James. He'll definitely bring a lot of experience to our squad. Yeah. Uh, Logan Bayless will come to us as well, youngster. Uh, yeah, a lot of good youngsters. Yeah, Corey Jensen. Arthur's re-signed. New remains a Bronco. Pace re-signs. Yeah, every, everyone's 
everyone's re-signing because you can you can tell that we are definitely going to be the team next year. How about Katone, us signing Katoni Staggs though? Because because yeah. before we signed Adam Reynolds, Kevin Walters said that signing Katoni Staggs again would be definitely our priority before getting Adam Reynolds. Because uh, Staggs comes out and says, sign sign Adam Reynolds first before you sign me. Mm. That's what he's basically said. But yeah, it was very interesting considering. Uh, how we were trying to sign Adam Reynolds, but then it came out that uh, that the, that uh, Parramatta wanted Stags, which definitely would have been interesting to see. But then they pulled out. They pulled out. Yeah, Titans pulled out. They offered a pretty good deal, but they signed out. I mean, they pulled I don't out. Know how they have the salary cap still, honestly. Yeah. Mm, yeah. investigate. Little Jeff Tuvey. It's got to be investigation into this. How about Jordan Ricky though? He's definitely been a pretty good yeah, player at the back end of the season. This may become biased, but Jordan Ricky will be better than David Feeder, I reckon. Mm. That's what I reckon. That's what you reckon, yeah. Yeah, it could be true, especially considering uh Yeah, how good he's how good he's been at the back end of this year. Uh Tony Stag should be playing round one, shouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah, if he plays round one, then yeah, we'll definitely be cons- considerate. If he plays the whole season. If he, yeah, if he plays the whole season and he doesn't get injured or suspended, then yeah, he, he will definitely be like really good finals contenders. Yeah, he took that new boxing deal up. Yeah. He's supposed to be fighting Paul Gallen. Mm, yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be a good fight to watch. Tony beats the shit out of Paul Gallen. He goes, Doosh! knock that old fight out. Yeah. So yeah. Been interesting though. Yeah, we've had really good players coming through like Kobe Hetherington, Tessie New. Yeah, he's been a really good player this year. Ethan Bullymore, he elevated his game this year. So did Tyson Gamble. Yeah, Tissi Rabadi, Tyson Gamble, Keenan Palacia. He definitely showed a good good performance this year. Yeah. Kelly, he definitely played really well this year. Uh, Yeah. Xavier Coates. No, oh, yeah. Will, oh, yeah, Wilson. Yeah, Wilson and Xavier. Xavier Wilson. I was going to say Coates. I was going to say, nah, I hate Coates now. After he's gone to Melbourne. Who likes him anymore? See, I definitely think, yeah, we'll definitely be probably the finals contenders next year. We're just going to yes. try and execute plays really well. And we're just going to try and, you know, just try and get good wins against, like, the top eight teams. Yeah. You know, and if we can do that, then, yeah, we'll definitely be top eight teams. We'll definitely beat them. 100%. And yeah, we'll end up probably yeah some some probably a little bit out, a little bit into the eight. I I don't think we'll be a little bit. I don't think we'll be a bit in the eight. I think we'll be a bit. I think we'll be a bit slim. There'll be like a tiny little margin between us and probably eighth and ninth. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely be think we can make the finals next year, considering all the good players we've got coming through, and all the youngsters we've got coming through as well. Uh-huh. So I think on that note, now that we've talked about everything we want to talk about, we are going to uh, close the podcast here. Uh, say goodbye here, Kieran. See you later. So, yep, so we'll film a podcast episode soon, later. Who knows? We'll talk about something else, some, something later. We'll just think of ideas. So yeah, uh, so this is the end of episode one of uh, the podcast. So we'll see you all later. Goodbye.